Oh man. I just, you know, I, I just, I need, I need a, I need like a Alcoholics Anonymous class for buying movies. I need a Movie Holics Anonymous class. Uh, I don't, I need, I'm buying too many movies, uh, Andrew. I feel you. Um, I don't have that same problem this time of year. <laughs> uh, because I just had my super blow up with Criterion sale in November, December stuff. It's more like pick and choose time for me. Yeah. Um, but for you, I I understand. You just can't just can't stop. Just, I just can't, can't fight stop the feeling. doing it, man. Ario speed wagons just can't fight the feeling. Um, well, I just you know like all the I I I I'm kind of a box set whore. You know, like I I love a good box set. That's a harsh term to call well, yourself. Whatever, I, I'm I'm a whore. I, I love a good box set, <laughs> and uh, I like them thick, and uh, I like good bricks. Oh um, boy, here we go. I know. I'm sorry. It's getting a little gross, but um, <laughs> getting a little too descriptive. Yeah, yeah, too specific. But, but you know, like they, they keep coming out with these fantastic box sets. You got like the uh, the Jodorowsky set coming from Arrow. Arrow's got all these great sets coming out. Um, the uh, the Elephant Man. And you know, we talked about that uh, the other day right. offline. Uh, that that's we've been waiting for a release of that, and uh, finally, uh, um, who's putting it out? Is that uh, that's Arrow? Is um, that Arrow? Yeah, yeah, that was Arrow. Yeah, but they, it's coming out in the UK and not coming out here in their branch because I don't know. I don't even know who has the rights to it here in the states anymore. I kind of assumed for years it was Criterion. Yeah, but I don't even know anymore. I know. It's a Paramount movie, and Paramount, when it comes to their back catalog right now, is like, I don't even know what they're releasing. And if they are releasing anything, it's from like third party, mark, not, not third party, but like, you know, boutique labels that buy, buy up the licensing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and speaking of which, I guess it's a great segue. And <laughs> Stephen kind of set this up for me, so I guess I'll, I, I I'll didn't take even, it. I, I wasn't on purpose, but go ahead. It wasn't on purpose, but literally just before we got on here to talk about our topic uh, record a new podcast episode uh, shout factory uh, announced that they are releasing a uhd 4k edition of michael chimino's dare hunter which is a movie that i think i talked about last week when i talked about universal back catalogs that need to be yeah. re-released and no lo and behold i guess somebody heard me out there somewhere yeah. or they just you know had this in the works for a while um, what is interesting is that it's their first 4K release when it comes to theatrical films. I think they said that they had put out some IMAX stuff in 4K before, but that's more kind of like visual exhibition versus, you know, narrative features. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, uh, there's no details on it right now other than that it's coming out May 22nd, I believe. Uh, they haven't announced extras and they haven't announced whether it's a 4K remaster or... Uh, um, or anything like that, I assume it's going to be. be. It has to be. I mean, there would be no point of using the old master and putting it on 4K. It would be a waste of money and a waste of time for everybody, uh, including the company and the the consumers. I wonder how much that's going to cost. I bet you it's going to be 50 bucks. No, what's crazy is that their pre-order, which is set up right now on their website, is, I think, the $28.99? What? Yeah, because, I, I mean, Shout Factory um, is typically, you it's know, expensive. their stuff's slightly more expensive than I think it should be, um, even their Scream Factory stuff. But it, but for the most part, they're delivering movies that we can't 
like get on Blu-ray elsewhere typically, or they're usually re-releases of like older Blu-ray editions with new extras and new things like that and new new picture quality, audio quality, stuff like that. But yeah, it's twenty eight forty three, you know, US dollars on uh on their website, pre order. And you get like and they always like uh have like an eighteen by twenty four uh rolled poster of their yeah. Their new cover art because they always get like brand new cover art, but they also they also typically always have reversible cover art, yeah. where it's like the new stuff on one side and the original poster art on the other. Now, I know they've done that for their Scream Factory releases. I only have a couple of their Shout Select releases, and I kind of want more, but their price point like never moves. Yeah, like it's never below twenty dollars for most of their Shout Select stuff. But it's stuff that I really want to get my hands on. Yeah. You know, things like Midnight Run yeah, and I movies got that. like that. Midnight Run, like Escape from LA is getting a, re- a release. Um, uh, My Bloody Valentine, I think, is, just, is getting a Scream Factory release. Uh, but they've got a bunch of stuff. And, and, there's, and the Shout Select is kind of like Shout Factory's collector's edition imprint. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of like Arrow Academy for Arrow Video. Kind of, it's I would the, it's say their, it's their more <laughs> they're, uh, they're more substantial movies. They're not culty necessarily. They're more yeah, like like the sh- like the Screen Factory is more horror and cult movies, and Shout Select is kind of a more wide open variety. Yeah. But you get the same like collected edition, you know, branding or yeah. quality, if you will. And you know, so, and 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 when it comes to visual and audio quality, Shout Factory seems to fluctuate, but it seems to be mostly on the good side for the most part. You know, they're not—they don't really wow you with a lot of their uh, their re-releases or their re- or releases. And it's um, you know, you, so you kind of you get what you pay for for the most part. But what but what I really want is like the extra extras that they put in that you didn't yeah. get before. Like these are brand new extras for the most part. New interviews, new commentaries with people who are, you know, still around with us. So I'm kind of, but I'm all happy for the Deer Hunter because I think the Deer Hunter is, you know, an amazing film that's that you know, it's a best picture winner coincidentally. It's because uh, we'll be talking about the Academy Awards uh that is coming up this Sunday and it's very interesting how that kind of all coinciding with one another. It's like Stephen set me up for this, which also sets us up for our main topic. <laughs> for our main topic. Let yes. me put it this way: we don't plan this. So this I, just no, kind of happens we're organically. We're just that damn good. We're just that damn good. And, and, and as he's talking about our main topic this week, we got we got this coming Sunday. We have the Academy Awards. Which, which number are we? Which how many years is it? 90? This is we're in the nineties. Ninety second. Ninety second. We're getting close to that hundred, man. Yeah, are we gonna I'm make ho- it? Are we gonna make it? Or are they gonna shut down the Oscars before hundred? Uh, I don't think they're not gonna shut it down because it's probably. <laughs> So much it's funded money by the people put into that it. make movies. Yeah, yeah, it's probably so much money put into it that we could they couldn't shut this down if they tried. Yeah, I know, right? But but so what we're gonna do this week uh, is we're gonna kind of give our uh, what we think's gonna win and what we think should win. Um, this year's I don't know I don't know that this year's I don't, I don't think there's a lot of deb- the debate. Not going a lot on of debate. Right I think it's pretty predictable year, unfortunately. Um, a lot of good movies this year, I think, but. Based off of what was nominated, it feels like only a handful of movies got nominated in everything. Um, there wasn't as much of a vari- variety as there was actually variety in the year. Um, yeah, and as usual, there's all kind of um, cultural issues with the Academy Awards when it comes to, you know, exclude not exclusion, but like, you know, uh, not a lot of... Uh, uh, minorities or people of color being uh, nominated, women not being nominated. Yeah. It you know a lot of just 
kind of familiar faces. You know, <laughs> a lot of familiar faces yeah. here. A lot of the old guard. Well, I, I is think once the, again I back. Think a lot back. Of what makes that makes this year Academy Awards is always going to feel predictable because right. they only go after certain movies. Oh they're, yeah, they're, there's a there's a. Uh, a niche area that they keep going back to over and over again. Yeah. It's either movies about movies, about making movies, or biopics. Dramas. Dramas. And they're always, almost, almost always dramas. Yeah. So we, we're never going to, I mean, like, there's been rare occurrences. I think Shape of Water was an interesting year where we got a movie that was kind of out there, that one best picture. that was like a, a gothic romance horror yeah, for the most part, it was a you know a take on the creature of the Black Lagoon, but it's also like a 1950s Douglas Sirk melodrama romance. Yeah, so it was a combination of multiple genres, um, but th- th- with this year, there there's a sense of predictability, like Stephen was saying. Um, it feels like certain movies are cleaning up everywhere. Yes, and there and, and certain actors are cleaning up every award show. So it's like, well, if they're cleaning up every award show, it's pretty much a lock for these people. I mean, it's it really is. Um, um, is there a specific area that you wanted to well let's, start with? Uh, like, I don't know. Obviously, we're it, not going to go over every category. Yeah, there, like we're going to go over all categories? the main stuff, yeah. Um, yeah, the actors, gonna... the you know some of the technical stuff like cinematography, sound editing. We'll you know we'll do some of that, but like and then of course Beck's picture. Let's start from the. Kind of the more the lesser and build up to best picture. Okay. Um, you you choose where to start. Oh damn you! That's kind of why I handed it to you. Oh okay. Well, well let's um, start let with. Me, uh... I'm looking at you know what? Let's start with one of my favorite categories. Um, let's go with best editing. Okay. Just because I remember last year, I went on a bit of a rant about the editing. And who ended up winning? Because it was Bohemian Rhapsody oh, that ended up winning. It's Remember one of that? The worst. And it was like the movie's not edited well. No. It's like it's a it's a you know, you know, that movie had production issues and all that stuff. I went into all of that last year when we did our our pre when we did our pre show and then our post like uh like just commenting on all the winners and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm I'm still baffled that that movie won for best editing. I don't know what was going on. But this year's editing is um is looking Looking good. Let me let me read these down. So basically, uh, first one here is Andrew Bucklin and Michael McCusker for Ford v Ferrari, uh, Jimmo Yang for Parasite, uh, Tom Eagles for Jojo Rabbit, Jeff Groth for Joker, Thelma Shoemaker for The Irishman. Now Thelma Shoemaker for me is one of the best editors ever, yeah. and she's probably the best living editor, in my opinion. Um, and you know she had to put together a gigantic film this time well i could tell you right now I, i'm not picking her because the movie's way too fucking long <laughs> it's, yeah that is also the thing it's like she does have a long movie i mean i can only imagine how much you know if she had to get it down to three hour three and a half hours i can only imagine how much footage she had to work yeah with. i know um you know okay let's start with who he thinks gonna win who he thinks gonna win this i'm thinking it's gonna be the irishman Really, I do. I mean, that could be because it's because she's like a legacy pick, and I need a legacy, legacy pick. pick. Not a legacy pick, but she's the most well known and probably well respected out of this group just because of her career and whatnot. I'll tell you this: Ford v Ferrari is amazingly well edited. Well, I'm with you because that's what I want. <laughs> that that's who I think should win. I mean, the, the Parasite we already know is is an is an amazing film. Yes, and that could definitely win. Um, I like all the movies in this category. I like all the movies. I Joker for me is interesting because Joker for me, 
it's not a film where I'm like, oh, this editing is so amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that film has so many other positive things that very much overshadow the editing. Yeah. Um, you know, like for example, like I would say the the acting and the direction is probably better, probably more like more positive and more of a bigger positive. Um, I would say Ford, Ford v Ferrari just got me. Granted, I would say I, I haven't. My biggest issue with that movie is like the last like 15 minutes or so, 15, 20 minutes, I think drags. <clears throat> but I think it's part of the story that they had to tell no matter what. Because once they got past like their climactic, you know, plot point, third act plot point, they had to, they had to land the, land the film sure. somehow. Sure. You know what I mean? You got to land this, you got to land it somehow. Um, but the, the, um, Car the car racing sequences Dude, the, and yeah, all that kind of yeah. stuff is amazing. It's amazing, like just absolutely fantastic. But I wouldn't be surprised if Parasite wins because Parasite right now is a a big you know critic darling. And I think like and you gotta when you when you're making guesses like this, you really gotta kind of put yourself in the mindset of the academy, the academy yeah, members, yeah. and that can go in all different directions. Because well, that's we why I'm picking. That, the, that's why I'm picking the Irishman. Yeah, that's <laughs> why. Like, uh, I mean, I mean, I don't want to get go go off book here, but like Edgar Wright. Because uh, today is coincidentally the last day for voting as well. It's Tuesday, February 4th, and it's the last day that people have to get their votes in for, for the Academy, for you know this award ceremony that's happening Sunday. And Edgar Wright basically said that he was he was glad that he was able to watch all of the nominees this year. Like he I think he like, he makes it a point to watch all of the nominees. Yeah. And I know for a fact that not every voter does that. Nope. And they just kind of pick stuff without actually watching all of the 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 nominees in in specific categories, so you kind of have to like take take it with a grain of salt, I guess. About yeah. like the when it comes to winners and stuff like that, and I do want to mention like while we're on the topic that the Academy Awards are not the end all be all of movies. They're not everything. I know a lot of people love them. A lot of people really get invested in them and really take them seriously. But I for me, they're more of a curiosity. I'm just more interested to see how they're going to go. Um, like who's going to win what, what's nominated. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, maybe, why is that movie nominated and not that one? I like having those types of discussions. Yeah. When it comes to judging the overall quality of the movie world, it doesn't really, I think, have a big, big uh, impact. I don't know how you feel, Steven. It, no, it doesn't. I mean, it's it, it's it's nice to create, like you said, nice to create conversation, but it's mm. it doesn't it doesn't mean really mean anything. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, next category then. I, I, I'll pick one. I'll, let's let's talk about visual effects. Ooh. Okay. Let me. Let this me one's interesting category. because this is where typically, and these are our nominees: uh, Avengers: Endgame, The Irishman, uh, um, The Lion King, nineteen seventeen, and Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. So, a lot of times, this is where the big mainstream movie gets its chance to to, to get an Shine. award. The thing is, is there's like three of them. <laughs> oh, and then, yeah, yeah. And then you have the movie that probably should win, which is 1917. Because, um, you know, when, when we think about the, this category, I think we should be thinking about how seamless the effects are. Um, right. And that's, I think the effects in 1917 are seamless. Um, and, you know, though you can make an argument for how, you know, impressive The Lion King looked, um Except the animals, like, they look like animals. Yeah. I mean, that I mean, was what their goal was to go for. They look like yeah, animals. Yeah, I guess. But I just, I guess because I don't really like that movie, I don't I don't right. want to award it anything. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
And I definitely ain't giving it to the Irishman. I can tell you that. Um, Not, I mean, the de aging is impressive, but we've talked about how like some parts are better than others yeah. when it comes to the de aging. I think it got it bo- maybe for ambition's sake. You know what I mean? It's like, de- um, definitely ambitious, but like, I mean, oh, like they tried to de age, you know, these seventy year old men, you know, back down forever. You know what I mean? And tried to make it, and it, and and it worked for the most part, but then you know, in other parts, it didn't really work. So it's. You know, it is what it is, I guess. Um, Avengers Endgame, if you're going to give it to one, maybe Avengers Endgame. I mean, but there's a lot of... Those movies, I lo- you know, I like the MCU, but they're heavy CGI, and their CGI is not obvious, but, I mean, they, they, these movies are made pretty much on It might screens. as well be an animated movie. I mean, it, yeah. I mean that, that I mean, yeah, that last battle sequence in the film is amazing and stunning sure. and everything, but, you know, it's, it's a CGI fest if you want to... If you want to like really like look, take a gander at it, um, for nineteen seventeen, like you said, I think is the most seamless. Like yeah, I, I mean, told, that's to me, I, I mean, b- watching that movie, I felt like I was in there. That's you know how I, I mean? feel it should be judged. You know, when you're talking about visual effects, I think what didn't didn't Blade Runner win last year? No, or did it? Did it not? I don't Could, think Blade Runner came out last year. Or that whatever, was, like what, the year was it two years ago? Whatever. Oh, man. Um, I'm gonna go back and take a take a look while because Blade Runner twenty forty nine is another example of really great visual effects where it's pretty seamless um that i don't i think it did win i mean maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong but, um, um hold on visual oh the winner last year was first man was it the same that wasn't last last year wasn't when blade runner came out no though. no blade runner came out like the year before last yeah. last year was like last year the nominees were first man uh infinity war ready player one Wait, the, christopher christopher robin your favorite movie Jesus. and uh solo a star wars story well, well right, right there though first man winning is another example it's well, very that last se- sequence in first man's amazing yeah it's like, a very you feel like you're on the damn moon done visual <laughs> yeah. effects movie it's not yeah. about being showy and creating large worlds with visual effects it's about right. making it seem as real as possible um, and that's what makes good visual effects. It's not about, about filling the screen with visual effects. Um, so that to me, I think it should be 1917 that wins. Who do I think is going to win? If they wanted to give Endgame a, a, an award, yeah. this is the one they'd give it. I think this is the one they'd give it for. Yeah, I'd I think, have to look what, else, what, what, else, what other categories it's nominated in, but this seems like one it could win. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's 1917 should win and i think it will win i think it will got win. it yeah all right so where you want to go next mm, let's see oh let's see uh let's go best original score okay because we got this is it's a bit of a heavy hitter category here very heavy hitters like all these people could win okay. uh for first in 1917 thomas newman uh little women alexander desplat uh, Star Wars, you know, Rise of Skywalker, John Williams, no shocker there. Yeah. Uh, Joker, Hildor, uh, Guan, uh I always probably destroy that name. Uh, and then Marriage Story, Randy Newman. These are all amazing scores, and I know the the one for Joker has been winning a lot. Yeah. Uh, and I I would say that's probably what's going to it's win. Probably because I don't yeah. think like the, I don't think that that train is stopping now. No. Um. I I wouldn't be surprised about John Williams though. Because I think this is his <sighs> last Star Wars score, <sighs> and it's you know yet again, 
uh, the, the Academy the, the, loves to look, loves to g- give like a lifetime achievement award that aren't lifetime. <laughs> he doesn't award. need a lifetime achievement award. He's he won. He really does. He's won Williams. multiple times. <laughs> um, he's been nominated like fifty times or something. Yeah, Alexander Desplat has won quite a few times. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say the only other score that I think might compete with it is Little Women. Um, hmm. I, it was a pretty, it's pretty, pretty, pretty good score. Um, I think that that uh, nineteen seventeen. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Dunkirk score, that kind okay. of, uh, you know. So I don't, I don't know that that one has a chance. I, I'm not, I could I, honestly, I can't recall how the Marriage Story score was. Um, I was so engaged with the. With I, the, I remember with the, hearing with Randy the word Newman play in that movie. I remember, but I remember distinctly hearing Randy Newman, like like while I was like watching the movie. Yeah, that's what stuck out to me. Um, yeah, I would say Joker all day. That 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 score was hypnotic for yeah. me. Personally, I know a lot of people don't like the movie or, you know, whatever, but I think that the score is amazing. Yeah. Um, so moving on, that was an easy category. Yeah. Um, how about we do our writing categories? Oh, the good ones. The good ones. Let's Here do, let's go. start with Adapted. Adapted. Um, adapted, <clears throat> we have um, Screenblade by Steve Zalian uh, for The Irishman. You have uh, Taika Waititi. I got it, man. I got it. Nice. Jojo Finally. Rabbit. Um, <laughs> Todd Phillips and somebody else I can't see his name for Joker, um, Little Women, Greta Gerwig I'm assuming, and yes. uh, the Two Popes written by Anthony Anthony McCartan. McCart- yep. Um, Jojo Rabbit has been winning the awards recently. Really? Have you been? I don't know if you. I haven't been keeping, keeping up. up with the other ones. It yeah. won the BAFTA award for best adapted screenplay the other night, and it won the WGA award, you know, the Writers Guild award for yeah. best adapted screenplay. Um. Which kind of baffles me, not baffles me, but I'm kind of a little bit surprised. Well, uh, yeah. because I, I, it's a good, it's a good screenplay, but I, it didn't scream like best screenplay to me. Well, it doesn't scream best screenplay. I think that it, he did toe this line where, you know, this, you know, satirical comedies about you know the Holocaust basically is not, not it's a hard thing to do. Um, to, to, to talk about Hitler and you know you know make you laugh is is tough so that, I think right. that, but the, you know that's not just the writing that's a lot of different things but to me if I'm if I'm choosing the one I think should win um, I think little women should win now that, I think that's exactly what I was gonna say yeah exactly I, I, but I think I the say. thing that's going against it is the fact that it's been adapted multiple times already yes yeah what um, I really like about the little women screenplay is is how uh, it's a period piece taking place, you know, r- during you know the 1860s, but it felt like a f- it, it it felt very contemporary with its with the way it, it was approached. You know what I mean? Like it felt like an, a contemporary film in many of its aspects, and I really think that Greta Gerwig was able to translate that very very well. Now, granted, she was you know uh, translating a, a you know a very you know well known literary work. So a lot of that was done for her, but I think adapting it from one medium to another and to making it, you know, come across well is a very difficult thing to do. Yeah. You know, it's very difficult. Well, it's, um, I, I think the thing is, is she, she didn't just fall back on what the previous adaptations had no, done. She no, did she something did and she, she refreshed it, um, you know, you know, kind of told the film out of order. Um, it, where you had to be more engaged with the film, and then also I think fleshed out some of the characters more than she the previous adaptations have. So, 
um, you know, I, I think that I that, you. you know, yeah. is worth rewarding her for. Plus, look, you're not giving women a lot of options uh, this year. I know. She probably and, should have been nominated for Best Director. Oh, she should have been nominated for Best Director. Too. You could have. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're going to if you're gonna give the movie an award, I would like to see this one. Yeah. Um, I, I The other ones, Jojo Rabbit could win if because it, it's getting that, that hot streak right now. I don't see the Irishman or Joker. Uh, Joker would be shocking to me. Yeah, it would be shocking. It would really be shocking. Two Popes, honestly, wouldn't be shocking to me. And I think the best part about that movie is its screenplay, is its dialogue. Uh, on it, yeah, I and mean, the and maybe the the acting from the dialogue. Yeah, you know, with Jonathan Price and Anthony Hopkins. But it was a movie that I thought was was good. I it, it was good, not great. Yeah. That, I'm kind of surprised all of the award nominees nominations that it got. All right. Well, I guess we're kind of both on the same page. We probably think that JoJo probably will win, but we hope Little Women does. Win. Yeah. So let's then let's just go straight to Best Original. Yeah. Best Original Screenplay, uh, nineteen seventeen. You have set, uh, by Sam Mendes, Christy Wilson, Carnes. Yeah, Carnes. Uh, Marriage Story is Noah Baumbach. Parasite is Bong Joon Ho and Jun Won Han. Uh, Knives Out, Ryan Johnson. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think, and this is how I feel about the movie that wins Best Picture, I think, should usually have this category locked, too. Um, should. Uh, and should I th- is the important word in what you just should. said. should. <laughs> um, and I think that the Parasite should win this. Um, but, I mean, honestly, if there was another movie that I think deserves to win this, I think Marriage Story would be great. Um <laughs> Because we both uh, agree that it had one of the tightest screenplays of the year. Yeah, it had a fantastic screenplay. Like, when I was watching Marriage Story for the first time, I'm like, damn, this is a good screenplay. Damn, this is a good screenplay. Yeah. It's one of the best screenplays <laughs> I've I've seen this year. Um, 1917 is interesting to me because it goes to show that not everything, uh, when it comes to a screenplay, is, a dia- is dialogue. Yeah. Because the, there's, there's not a lot of dialogue in the movie. Uh, it's mostly, you know, you know, just action. You know what's happening on screen, like characters moving from place to place, stuff like that. Um, Tarantino always has a, has great screenplays. That's kind of what he's known for, and he's won several times in the past for it. And Knives Out, I think, is a great screenplay too. Yeah, like a great, great screenplay. Uh, but like Steven said, I really want Parasite to win this. Yeah. But. Um, the Academy in recent years likes to divvy up their awards. You yeah, know it's, what I mean? it's like, not based you get off of actually what should win. It's about how to spread the love. Yeah, it's about <laughs> how to spread the love now. And it's like, because you know, you, I don't think you're going to see a movie win, you know, 10, 11 awards again or anything like that. Like the most some win now is maybe five or six. And that's because they collect a bunch of the tech awards. You yeah. know what I mean? Stuff like that. Uh, I remember, you know, like Mad Max Fury Road won a bunch of awards, but it, it but it won all the Attack awards. Basically, yeah. it didn't win like it didn't win like Best Picture or anything like that. Um, but that's why I, I can almost see them give Best Picture to another film and give um, this award to 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 another film. I want to go back last year to see how they did it, um, just because. That would give me. It kind of gives us a little bit of an indication about like maybe where they would go this year. Yeah, L- last year they did the exact opposite of what we 
uh, I'm just saying now. So little, <laughs> little do we know. Best original screenplay last year was for Green Book, which I Jesus did, uh, every other screenplay in this maybe except for Vice is better than it, <laughs> in my opinion. I mean, yeah, and they gave they gave best adapted to Black Klansman. Um, so they, you know, if, like if what you said initially is true, Parasite could win, could win this and the Academy Award, or it could be the opposite. It could be the one that wins adapted screenplay could win Best Picture, but I don't, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Um, unless unless they, unless they do, unless they do give 1917 the Best Original Screenplay. I, I swear to God. And they and they give a Best Picture too. I mean. Uh, I don't know how they're gonna roll like that. Well, I the mean, thing I is, see... is and, and you know, we haven't gotten to it yet. I right. Mean, but you know, I mean, I don't think we're gonna. I don't know if we're gonna talk about the international film because I don't know if we've seen all them movies. Um, um, best foreign film, or, or they call it international film now. It's not I... called foreign film. They call oh, it they international. Cha- they changed that. Yeah, they oh, changed okay. the title of that. It's um, oh, international did. feature film. Um, I have only seen two of them, and I think you've only. Seen I've two only of seen them two well. of them. So, but just wrapping up original, um, what did we just say? Did we just say? I I think I think this should go to Parasite, and yes. I I think it I think it will go to Parasite. I, I, I I'm, I'm gonna surprised. I'm gonna be confident, I, and I'm I'm gonna say that it's gonna win it. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't be surprised about um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, because Quentin I mean, Tarantino, yeah, sure. Tarantino's a like a rate um, an award season. Well, if you're talking about divvying it out, we, we, we're, yeah. we're pretty sure there's somebody that's going to get an Academy Award from that movie. So that's why I feel. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm confident that um, Parasite will get this. It should get I this. Um, I, I mean, I'm the Dark Horse for it. I think is Knives I, Out. Like, I, I would just well, love I think to the Dark see Horse, that. I think the Dark Horse is Marriage Story. Oh, I think Marriage, I Story Marriage Story is the is other one, the one that. And then, and then there's always, like you said, the possibility of 1917, which right. would upset me. But it would, it, it, yeah, it'd be like, oh, so you're just tipping your hand now or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, but Best International, if you want to talk about right now, we've only seen two of the movies. Yeah, uh, we really it's going to be Parasite. We don't. We, all I'd say, this was what I was going to say was, you know, sometimes when when the inter, like the movie that's also nominated for Best Picture gets the International Best Picture, it kind of makes you think, hey. It might not win Best Picture. Like Parasite's in this category, of course. Um, so, do you think if Parasite w- wins this category, that it's not going to win Best Picture? Yes, because they did it. They did it with Roma last year. Yeah, Roma was the heavy favorite to win Best Picture, and it w- and it won Best in you know Best International Feature, Best Foreign Language Feature at the time, and then it didn't win Best Picture. They gave it to Green Book. So I guess this will kind of maybe indicate, you know, what what the uh, what best picture I, I, will I be. I think it it basically, yeah. I mean, I I agree with you. That's usually how it goes. It will upset me if if I mean, look, I love nineteen seventeen. It seems to be th- these two movies that are kind of the two. Um, <coughs> excuse me, but I I love. I mean, we're gonna talk about it when we get to yeah. best picture. Um, but I understand exactly where you're where you're going. I didn't mean to cut you off, no, but no, no, just because good. I want you to, I want you to save it for when we talk about yeah, best picture. I know, yeah, uh, the only other like I, I, we've both seen Pain and Glory. We've seen Pain and Glory, which is Pedro. Good. I've heard Les Miserables is really good. Also, um, I haven't seen Honeyland. I haven't seen the other uh, Corpus 
Corpus Christi. Christi. I haven't um, seen that either. Honeyland, I've been wanting to watch. I'll tell you this. If, if, if I haven't seen the other ones, like I said, but if Portrait of the Lady on Fire was in this list, it would be the winner. Yeah, I, for some reason I heard that it wasn't eligible. Well, it wasn't, no, it was eligible, but France chose Les Miserables. Oh, of instead. course they did. Um, they thought, I guess they oh, thought it was my the more goodness. topical movie. Um, well, uh, of course they did. That's the one that they choose yeah. to submit, yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, you know, when we say Les Miserables, it's not, it's not the, um, it's not the classic it's not version the Victor we H- saw Tom Hugo uh, no. make. It's not the Victor Hugo story. It's yeah. more modern day topical. It's, it's an updated version of that story in in a ghetto ish, you know, in like a France French ghetto and stuff like that. Like it's, I've heard it's really good. Um, yeah, I w- I really want to see it, but um, I, I would really love to see it. Let's move on. Uh, let's. Move on. Um, Let's talk about production design. Um, we got uh, the Irishman, Bob Shaw, and some others. Uh, Jojo Rabbit. Uh, I'm not going to say the names. I'm sorry. It's too many names. Uh, oh, 1917, oh. Parasite, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think. It was I think that it. this is another one for Once. I, yeah, Once Upon. I would agree. Um, I think that there is a possibility that Irishman could win this. Really, I yeah, guess so. I just it, I, it, it does. It is a period piece, yeah. but like it's mostly like inside places. I think, like I don't know. I felt like I guess I just have this cynical view that this because I feel like because I, I didn't like this movie as much as everybody else did. That right. it's going to take awards. That other films you that you that like I think will... deserve it should take because because look, I love Scorsese, but this is I think this is one of his middle movies for me and i think that sometimes guys that have you know legacy they they get a little you know like a it's like a streep situation here you know where streep gets nominated for like the fucking what was the movie she got nominated for into the woods like stuff like that like it's like like come on like stop just giving it to people just because they have uh you know a name like (laughs) like so you know I, feel, I I understand exactly what you're talking about. That's but but I'm with you. I think Once Upon a Time should win. Yeah, I feel. I mean, the movie transported you back to 1969 Hollywood. That was its goal. That was its purpose. Yeah. That's kind of what Tarantino set out to do. And to do that, you had to like essentially reconstruct a version of that time or reconstruct that time specifically. And I think it did an amazing job of doing that. Like he really wanted you to. To be in there, and I think the movie actually, I, 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 yeah, she. Wow, I'm just looking at Meryl Streep again, because I, I wanted to see what what movie you were talking about. She did get nominated for Into the Woods. Well, that and, and she that, and she got nominated for Florence Foster Jenkins. Yeah, well, that what's that was the a surprise. One, did she get nominated for the one where she played like the guitarist or something? No, like she, no, no, no. Okay, no, no. she got say. nominated for the Iron Lady when when <laughs> she won. Uh, Julia and Julia, Doubt. Uh, Devil Wears Prada. Oh yeah, she's, she, she deserves I mean, a lot of these. These are amazing. These are great movies, but I mean, Into the Woods and Florence Foster Jenkins are kind of questionable for yeah. me. Those seem like legacy picks, but that's a story for yeah. a different time. But production design, um, yeah, I, I think, think that's, that, a that's what should win. Yeah. That's that should win. Um, Nineteen Seventeen. Don't be surprised if that wins. I'll say it again, um, just because uh, talk about being transported into a place in time. You know, you felt like you were in that battle zone with sure. all of the the set design and stuff like that. 
um, well, they built it. They dug out them trenches. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, the trench, the trench warfare, and the no man's land stuff, and all that kind of stuff. And it really, the production design and cinematography kind of go well, hand in hand. I'll tell you one one movie I feel like probably should have been in here that maybe could have taken the place of maybe Jojo Rabbit is Little Women. Yeah, that wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Little I should, Women. I, I think Little Women. Great should have period been in this. piece. Yeah, great, great period piece. Um, Jojo Rabbit. You know, also a period piece, but it, it felt very like you were you were in one place the whole time in Jojo Rabbit, um, where li- where Little Women you were in different locations in different times, so different sets, yeah, you know, places, different sets and places, and so I felt it was more it was more nuanced than than Jojo Rabbit. Um, but do you want to move on to best cinematography since we're talking sure. production design? Let's do it. Um, because this is another one that I think is easy. I mean, Deacons, Roger Deakins for 1917, uh, Robert Richardson for Once Upon a Time, um, Jaren, oh boy, uh, Blaschk, Blaschk, Blaschke? <laughs> L- yeah, uh, Blaschke. Uh, Lawrence Scher, Scher for Joker and Rodrigo Prieto for The Irishman. Let's, let's not mess around here, Stephen. It's, it's Roger Deakins. Well, it's, it's Roger Deakins that's going to win this. Yes, now, in my heart, you know who you know who I want to win this um, for the lighthouse. Yes, that's I do. that's what I want. <laughs> that's what <laughs> that's I what wish. I want too. Because <laughs> it's the only movie I think that it's the only category I think this movie's nominated for. Well, I tell you um, what. Last year, I was so surprised when Cold War won. Yes, um, and that and you know black now again white. this year we have another black and white movie in this category, and it makes me feel like a little bit of a tingle, mm. and I'm like, hmm. You think that maybe there's a chance that it could win? You know, what? I I I would love it. Oh my goodness, I would I would love it just because the cinematography in that movie is amazing. It's amazing. Like, now I know some people said I know I know our friend Dan when he first saw this movie he told me well first of all he didn't like the movie yeah but but he said he also when he watched it that it was just too dark and I said well maybe it's just well, the screening you were in because well, I mean, when I a, saw it. It's a dark movie. It's a dark movie, but he was like, he couldn't see anything. Like, I I was like, that that was part of like the atmosphere where like you couldn't tell what the hell was going on because you're just going crazy. (laughs) You know, these characters are just going crazy. Um, but I love the use of the, uh, the aspect ratio, which made the film even more like, uh, claustrophobic. Yeah. You felt like you were suffocating while you were watching. And it it also looks like a picture frame, like a, a painting on the wall. It really you know, does. Yeah. A, a messed up painting. But Deacons, yeah. I mean, we talk about how the movie was all like made to look like it was done in one shot. And it 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 looked amazing while I was watching that being depicted. I was shocked by how seamless it looked. Now, granted, a few times, uh, I mean, if you're looking, looking, looking for it, and a lot of people can tell where they're, where the different edits were. Where the cuts were, you know, sure. if there's a if typically in, when it comes to one takes like that, if there's an extreme close up of a specific area, that's when that there's an edit. Yeah, and that, you won't that really or, notice it. That or there's a there's a, a split second of darkness. Yes, yeah, something you know, like that. There was a couple times where the, you know they went through a tunnel and then it got dark and then right. you know you know and that's a, a time to, to do a cut. But I know another film that did this was uh, Birdman. Birdman uh, did it. Um, Emmanuel Lubezki, yeah, who just kept winning every single year, like for like several years in a row. Yeah. Um. He he also they also kind of do it in in the the last end of Children of Men. Also yes. also Lubezki. Lubezki, yeah. Um, you know, 
I think I think it seems like a pretty solid. I think Roger Deakins, which what's crazy is it took him so long to win his first one, and now right. it seems like he's never gonna lose. He's gonna always win now. Um, but honestly, if I'm if I who I want to win, it, it's Jaron Blaski. Blask. Blask. Yeah, that's how you say it. Uh, I think um, he needs to win this award. Uh, I love Deakins, but um, but he'll probably win. Deakins will probably win. Okay. Right. Um, let's Where you see. Where we move to? Let me see. What are we? What are we looking at? Let's for time? Uh, let's look at animated feature. Okay. Yeah, we got let's, time. Let's get it out I of there. I was checking. Uh, let's see. Animated feature this year is kind of a surprising category. I haven't seen uh, all of these. I've seen. Um, I honestly, I don't think I've seen. I've seen I've three seen, of them. I've seen uh, two. I've seen yeah. three of them. Um, I've heard, and one of the ones I've seen, haven't seen, apparently is potentially a winner, which is the Klaus movie. Um, yeah, I keep hearing great things about Klaus. Yes, I was. I almost watched it the other night. Um, it, I believe it's a Netflix film. Yes, right. Um, yeah, I've heard great things about it. The only ones I have seen are Hard to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, and Toy Story Four. You see, I've, I've seen Missing Link. And have I, you seen Missing Link? Yeah, How is it? Because remember, I, like it won the Golden Globe and then it won like another award someplace. I, I like it. It's Leica's movie this year. Um, I like I I like Leica. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> you said it twice, man. I heard you. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I I really liked it. Some people that thought it was kind of boring. I I enjoyed it. I think that their animation's impressive, also, of course. And you know, I mean, I I I think How You Train Your Dragon was okay. Um, Toy Story 4 I really liked I think that to me the two it's between Missing Link and Klaus I haven't seen Lost My Body but I've I've heard some reviews on it and pe- they liked it but they didn't like everything about it so right. um, I think it's between them two if I'm choosing who I think is going to win I think it's going to be Klaus um, because it's uh, I think it's winning a lot of awards from what don't I hear doubt, don't doubt the mouse um, well yeah sure Toy but. Story 4 is the is the obvious pick? I th- I would say. I don't think it is because I mean because it's got the name, the mouse behind it. Eh. But I would like to see Klaus just to change stuff up. What's crazy is that I'm probably gonna end up watching this movie either tonight or tomorrow and be like, yeah, that's probably the one I should have picked. But uh, I can't go back in time. No. Haven't built. A, I haven't created the flux capacitor yet. <laughs> working on it. Work um, on it, man. Working on it. Um, where do you want to move to next? Um. How about we let's go ahead and get into the big guns? Let's start. Okay, out with, you don't want to talk about sound mixing or sound editing. I don't want. To, I don't need to. We, right. don't need, we don't have to get that crazy. Let's. Right. We we could, but I just I don't know. I, I think we know them. A couple of them are kind of lit, like pretty yeah, easy ones. We might as well get into the big ones because there's like what's there like five or six categories we'd have to go through right now. That'd, yeah, that'd be good. let's let's talk about um, best supporting actress. Okay, we Sounds got um, good to me. Yeah, Kathy Bates for uh, Richard Jewell. We have Laura Dern for Marriage Story. We have Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit. We have Florence Pugh in Little Women. And Margaret Robbie in Bombshell. Um, the one who keeps winning all the awards is Laura Dern, and I don't see it stopping now. Yeah, I, I think I think it's pretty lock. I, and, I, and I think I actually agree um, she should win because... Yeah, I think it's a lock. She, she, she's pretty awesome in the movie. I... I I think the only other person that has a chance would be Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Um, she was, I mean, she's really good in that movie. She's yeah. kind of, she she's she's a very important part of that movie. 
she gives that movie the humanity that Nazism lacks. Yeah. Uh, that Nazi Germany lacked. And just did not, you know, neo Nazi and Nazi uh, ideology lacks. And she she injected a lot of humanity into that film and it was really important for that whole film. And she's a, she's fantastic in it. Yeah. Um, I really like Florence Pugh in Little Women. Um, and I think Margot Robbie is really, really good in Bombshell. She has one scene specifically, one or two scenes that I think really got is what got her the nomination. And she's really, really good uh, in, a, in a much smaller role than I think any of these other roles are. I didn't see Richard Jules. So I can't comment on yeah, Kathy Bates, but she's... She's she's a you know a legend at this point, um, but um, yeah, Laura Dern's a lock. At, I think it's a pretty, lot, at, pretty, at this point. Yeah, uh, she's one. Of, she's one. Of, I think one of the best actresses in working. I don't think Laura Dern oh, gets. I, enough I think credit. she's under. I still think she's she's been working for like you know over thirty years. I yeah, think, I still think she's underrated. I don't know if it's <laughs> on purpose or what, but she, she. I mean, she's been in big movies. She's in Jurassic oh, yeah. Park. You know, she's in Jurassic Park. I mean, that's where I first saw her when yeah. I was when I when I was a little kid of Jurassic Park. Um, but she's been in a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, she watches watch her stuff. She's a great actress. She's been done doing done a lot of great indie stuff. I mean, uh, oh, certain, yeah, she's certain women. I don't know if you've seen certain women. I have uh, not seen certain women. Yeah, it's really good. Um, she was in that. Uh, what was the movie? Uh, I love that movie. What's uh, one with Michael Shannon, Andrew uh, Garfield with? Um, oh my Holmes. goodness! I know the movie you're talking about. Ninety nine homes. Ninety nine homes, yes. Um, um, she, she has a small. In, she was the mom in that movie, yeah. Yeah, she's been nominated for three Oscars in her in her career: uh, Rambling Rose, Wild, that movie yeah. Wild, and uh, Marriage Story. But she's been nominated for a lot of Golden Globes. Yeah. Um, she's always very yeah. solid. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she's, she's also in Little Women. Yeah, she is. She she actually could have been nominated for Little Women, yeah. and it would have. She Wouldn't probably would have won the award me, yeah. as well. Yeah. She probably would have wanted it as well. She's really good in that film. Coincidentally, she was in that film, which was directed by Greta Gerwig, and she was in Marriage Story, directed by Noel Baumbach, and Noel Baumbach and Greta Gerwig are a couple. Yeah. I think they're married. Yeah, they're married. Yes? Yeah. yeah, they're married. So it's like she was like, I guess, went from one one set to the other. Yeah. She must be like great friends with them and whatnot. I know she's she's great friends with David Lynch as well. Well, I, uh, because I, she was I, in, I, don't, I don't know if anybody knows this, but I met Laura Dern. Did you? Yeah, I did. I did. I met her for a second when I went to the when I went to the, fe- the oh, festival. Oh yes, I remember. Yeah, like, when, when I went, went to Telluride. Yeah, when Telluride. I went to, yeah, I went to Telluride last year. Um, she had a movie where, which I think it finally released at some point this year, but I guess it wasn't that great. I don't know. It was um, the fire something called the fire. It was like a, a courtroom drama. Um, okay. It, it had um Josh um, what's his name? The guy from um the Angelina Jolie movie, uh, the war movie. Where um had the what is it called? It's killing me. Give me a second. Hold on. Is is the movie called Trial by Fire? No. Oh, Trial by Fire. That's it. That is it. She yeah, was Jack in Trial o- by Fire. Jack O'Connell. Jack O'Connell. That's yeah, it. Jack O'Connell is an amazing young actor that I don't know what's ha- going on with his career. Yet. He needs why. to do more. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why he hasn't blown up yet because he's an amazing actor. But yeah, I met um, her. I met her. Um, she was coming out of her hotel. There's in the middle of Telluride. There's this hotel where a lot of the stars stay and there's a, a a restaurant downstairs and i was eating down there and she came in as as i was ordering and i was like kind of like starstruck and then i i was like god i missed my chance i could have said hey <laughs> god damn it and then i was <laughs> eating and i was finishing up eating and i saw her and she had her 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 children with her 
and I was able to to walk up to her and and shake her hand and say you know hey and thank you for her and thanked her for her work and everything like that. Nice. And so yeah, it's, it's the one star I met. <laughs> hey, that's a pretty big star. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, she was in. Uh, she, like I said, she and David Lynch are really good friends. She was in uh, the uh, the new Twin Peaks yeah, uh, yeah. season slash series, Twin Peaks: The Return. Uh, played a big role in that. She was also in Blue Velvet way back in the late 80s, which is another uh, David Lynch film. Uh, she was also in Wild at Heart, another David Lynch film with, you know, your favorite Nicolas Cage. <sighs> You're uh, Wild Nicolas at Cage. Heart is a great film. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she's a great actress, and she's got she's got this lockdown cold. I think she does. Cold, like, awesome. It'll be her first one. That'll be great. Yes, um, it will. So let's move on to Best Supporting Actor, which is – Al Pacino for The Irishman, Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, uh, Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes, and Joe Pesci coming off coming off coming out of retirement. retirement, pretty much retirement. All we, yeah, need, all we need now is Rick Moranis, who is apparently possibly coming back for Honey, I Shrunk You the Kids, yeah, to the come reboot, back and then get an Oscar nomination. <laughs> yeah, that'd be dope for, for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That'd be for Shrunk, whatever it's called. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's what the new movie's going to be called, Shrunk. With Josh Gad playing his son. Oh, okay, let's move on yeah, to what we were just talking about. Because you're going down a road I cannot I know, I know. do sorry, not want to follow right now. Um, Brad Pitt has been winning every single award yeah, for this. Yeah, I was going to say, this is pretty much Brad Pitt. This Vince. is locked too. Yeah, <laughs> this it, is, it, locked this two. is what we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, a lot of these are locked. This is things get real predictable. Like, uh, they're not going to be shaking this stuff up at all. No. I mean, I, I'll tell you, Al Pacino and Joe Pesci are great. Anthony Hopkins has always been great for the most part, except, you know... He was in Transformers the last well, night. It's, yeah, I was going to say, mostly for him, it's about picking good ro- good movies to be in. He's t- picking a lot of not, stupid movies. Nowadays, he, but, I mean, at this point, he's got nothing left no, to, yeah, to he prove. Didn't, he didn't need to do it. Nothing. He's done it, man. I mean, he he's in uh, that show Westworld on HBO, and he's amazing in that. Um, Tom Hanks is one of is a, is a legend. Yeah. I mean, this, this, he's, is already a legend. Tw- he's already he's won. A, this is a twice. legendary category here. Yeah. Um, and I think Brad Pitt once again is somebody that hasn't won yet. And I think he'll finally win. No, he has not won. Well, he um, didn't. Well, he technically has won an Oscar. He won for right. for Twelve Years a Slave. He was a producer. Producer, yeah. He's a producer on a lot of lot of films. Um, yeah, he's been nominated a bunch of times. Um, he was a nominee for The Big Short. He was a producer on that. He, he was you nominated know, for Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Uh, he was a nominee for uh, Moneyball for Money both Ball. the producer and actor uh curious case of benjamin button like you said and 12 monkeys yeah he was nominated as well with the terry gilliam film um it's yeah it's a it's a lock i think for him yeah. so i don't think they even even if it was somebody i wanted to win i mean I, honestly I, pr- cool. other, I was gonna say the only other person for me would probably be al pacino um I never saw um, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. I did not get to see it either. Um, and I, I kind of hate myself for not seeing it. Just because it, but, I, I like, you know, Mr. Rod- the Mr. Rogers documentary for last year, from last year. But I, I really think <clears> it's time Brad Pitt wins because he's he's one of the, he's, an, he's an actor that I think gets kind of, you know, smothered by the fact that he's good looking. Um, mm, and, and he, yeah, he, but he is a really a good actor. Um, right. And, um, but, and a lot of people are criticizing his performance. Uh, saying, "Oh, it's just Brad Pitt being Brad Pitt in the film," and I'm like, "Oh, oh that's no, not, it's a lot more nuanced." That's not than how that. acting on, really is. Um, it, just like it, there's a lot of there's always like not not revisionist history or revisionist look, but like 
for some reason, like the closer these awards get or the award season hits, people always end up like, like just like, there's a lot of pushback on a lot of the movies. You know what I mean? Like all of a sudden, people hate Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. All of a sudden, oh, 1917 is a gimmick movie. Yeah, you know, so therefore it's not good, not a good movie. But I'm like. You know, there's more to that movie than just the one take gimmick. You know, yeah. look at that production design. Look at that lighting. Look the at acting. The acting. Look at you know more stuff. There's more stuff in films than just one negative that discounts the whole film. Yeah. You really gotta look at the whole puzzle piece and then make a decision about you know what is good and what's not. But that being said, let's move on to um, what do you want to move on to? Leading Can actress. We, leading actress. Yeah, that's the next one on my. I'm looking at IMDb right now. It's the next one here. Um, you want to read them off? Uh, we got uh, Cynthia Ev- uh, er- Ero- Arivo, Arivo? Arivo? Mm-hmm. for Harriet, um, Scarlett Johansson for uh, Marriage Story, uh, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, uh, Charlize Theron for Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. I think uh, we it's another lock. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, she's been winning for Judy the last couple of awards. Yeah. Um, not a big surprise. Um, it's going to be one of those cases where the performance is better than the movie, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, Judy, it's not a bad movie, but it's kind of a... It's, it's kind of forgettable. It's kind of average. It's an average, like, quasi-biopic, quasi-look at a... A, um, you a know, moment, a real life, yeah. A, real li- a, a moment of a real-life person. And it doesn't that doesn't take away from the, the stuff it gets into, because I think... The, the areas that Judy explores when it comes to Judy Garland's character is not areas that I don't think Judy Garland fans are, aren't aware of, or even casual Judy Garland fans I don't think aren't aware of. She was a very complex individual with a lot of, a lot of personal problems that led to, uh, unfortunately, an early death for her in her, in her late 40s, I believe, um, due to, you know, pill addiction, alcohol, you know, really, you know, downtrodden stuff like that. But Renee Zellweger plays her amazingly well very very well and i know a lot of people weren't happy with renee renee doing her own singing and i guess they wanted to use judy garland's you know have judy garland's voice dubbed over and whatnot um for me i i i I thought she did a great job in that respect you know no one sounds like judy garland obviously no one really can can emulate that and you know to like a 100 percent but I thought she did a good job, and I. But where where she really excelled was getting all of the nuances and all of the the details when when it comes to Judy Garland, and I think that's why she's going to win. Yeah, um, I, I, yeah. I think that I I think I think to, for me the problem with this category is I think that there was maybe some people left out of this cat. Like I mm, think Lupita Nyong'o was yes the one that could have competed that didn't even get nominated. Um, no, her, her, her not getting nominated baffles me, because she was literally playing two roles yeah. that were the opposite of one another yeah. in the same film, and to pull that off and to pull it off as well as she did is exceptionally difficult, and and she should have been nominated, and I don't know why she wasn't, um, other than like, it's it's interesting that. Cynthia Erivo, um, the Harriet film didn't get much buzz around it. I remember seeing the trailer in theaters several times, and I remember the movie coming out and getting a very small, um, like exhibition at theaters, and then kind of going away. And it's now like I guess people are revisiting it now because Cynthia Erivo keeps getting nominated. 
And I'm I'm fascinated to see how good she is in the movie because I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I, I really want to see it, but it was tough to see. It got a small release. Yeah. Um, it's going to be one I think we're going to have to revisit on uh, when it comes to streaming or being able to rent on streaming or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Saoirse Ronan in Little Women I think is fantastic. I mean, if there's a, you know, the film is more of an ensemble film and it's more of the story of the sisters and all that kind of stuff. But if, if there's one story I think you can really latch on to and re- that really carries the film, I guess, for me as a viewer, it's Saoirse Ronan's character in the film. Um, she's really good. Uh, Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story. She's great. The movie's great. The The acting and the, and the writing is great in that movie. No, yeah. no big surprise really, there. But, but, you know, Renee's been winning, so. <laughs> yeah. Charlize is also good in Bombshell. I mean, none of these none of these are bad bad performances. <laughs> none of them. Yeah, we can't really say anything bad. It's just, uh, you know, Renee's kind of a lock. Renee's it's, kind of a lock. She's kind of been a lock since the... Since the movie came out, we yeah, that was kind of the big, the big thing, <laughs> is that people were predicting it when it happened, when when it was coming out, and now it seemed to have carried on. Because sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes people predict that stuff, and the buzz just falls apart yeah. as longer it goes. Because the Judy came out months ago. Yeah, I don't think it came out like during award season. I think it came out it's like October. Yet. Was it October? It's like it was, it was. It was the end of summer, maybe early fall, something like that. Yeah. Uh, time. Time is funny. Yeah, it's flying. Uh, well, moving on. Uh, best actor. Might as well go from best actress to best actor. And we've got um, Adam Driver for Marriage Story. Adam Driver had a hell of a year. Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory. And then Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. Um, Joaquin keeps winning. It's, it's, it's a lot. And it's going to be pissing off a lot of people because a lot of people are pissed off that he keeps winning because he keeps going up at award, sh- at award he shows and just every, like, calling and do, people and doing out. doing these speeches. <laughs> yeah, he just like, he just like, he he went up at the BAFTAs and was like, you know, the BAFTAs have always been nice to me, but there's not a lot of diversity here this year. You may want to step that game up. <laughs> and, then he, and then he came out at Golden Globes and was like, basically just, you know, crapped on people for, you know, being... Uh, you know, wealthy, not wealthy, but like just saying, like, you know, do more or something like that. Or uh, he's an advocate for a lot of a lot of things. Well, I, think, I think his relationship with uh, with uh, with uh, what's her which, which Mara sister? <laughs> Kate Rooney Mara? Mara? Is Rooney, Mara. Rooney Mara? Yeah, he's with Rooney Mara. I didn't seems, like, seems like his relationship with Rooney Mara has opened him up a little bit. Oh, I didn't uh, even know they were a thing. Yeah, they're a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, in that in that speech at the Gold Globes, he he even says, you know, and you know, knew me, and then it, the camera moves to knew me. And, you know, he's like, he says, I think he says, I love you. Uh, is it? Hold on, I'm yeah. gonna look this up because I don't. I'll look this up while we talk, but I I do want to say that he's he's an interesting person because he's very. Um, he's he's usually reserved. very guarded. Um, yeah, very he's reserved, not very, very open guarded with his, his. But it since since this nominate since doing this movie and getting the, getting the attention he's gotten, he seems and he seemed to have opened up more. Um, and uh, you know, it's nice. He is he is he is a little out there, which I, is what I like. Um, but I think yeah, I think this is a lock. Um, I do think there's a lot of. I mean, Adam Driver's probably my second choice tied with maybe Antonio Banderas um and, and DiCaprio's great I, DiCaprio I is really good once upon a time his yeah, performance is pretty great he's he's great I trying to think that there was somebody else in my head that I think maybe I mean what about any of the actors from Parasite I mean like yeah the the dad actor people wanted to um 
be nominated. And that's one that's one thing that do, that typically happens a lot. Even if there's a great foreign film, um, typically none of the actors get noticed oh, unless no, there's that somebody that's become popular in America. Like, um, what's her name from um, from Inception? Um, what's the fe- oh um. Oh my goodness! Why am I blanking? She was in La Vie en Rose. Yeah, Mar- Marion Cotillard. Yeah, Mar- she's Marianne become popular in American movies, right. so she got nominated for a foreign film once. Well, she got she won like La Vie for La Vie en Rose yeah. before she started doing American films. Yeah, so I it's think. it's it's rare thing when foreign films get an actor nominated. It doesn't happen a lot. Yeah, the, um, the the actor from Parasite is uh, Kang Ho Song. Yeah, I think he he's the one who portrayed the father. I think mm-hmm. another example didn't um was it was it uh, Penelope Cruz? Didn't she get nominated for a foreign performance too? Was it? Uh, oh, she was nominated. Velvet? I mean, she got nominated. Or Volver. Volver. That's what. I'm Yeah, the Pedro Almodovar film. She ended up winning for um. Uh, Vicky Cristina Barcelona, which was the Woody Allen film. Yeah, that's what she ended up winning Best Supporting Actress for. Um, that's her only actress, only an Oscar win. Uh, she was nominated for Volver, like you said, uh, and she was also nominated for Nine, the movie Nine, yeah. a musical, I believe. Um, yeah, um, I, I, it's, I, I understand it, what you're saying. Yeah, it, it, yeah I mean, Isabel Huppert was nominated for a few years ago. Um, uh, she's a foreign actress. Um, but yeah, you're right. It doesn't happen. The male side, it happens more on the female side. doesn't happen quite on the male side a lot. Um, yet again, foreign films or you know international films, as they're calling them, don't get a lot of buzz or big play here unless they really, really hit. Yeah. Like Roma. It didn't help, it didn't help that Roma was done by Alfonso Cuaron, who has had yeah. you know, across-the-board success in both in you know in foreign the foreign film area as well as the hollywood side you know what i mean it does that does help he's had that cross that cross ability there um but bong joon ho uh has also done american film an american yeah. film he did Snow he piercing. did two american films like okja i believe technically it was a netflix film but um but he did snowpiercer like you said so he's kind of going both ways but he's not a big name so, you know it's not no. like he's not a, he's not a, he's not a household name like i was alfonso Cuarón may have been um but yeah, that's that's fascinating to me, um, how that you don't get that crossover. But who's so Joaquin? You would say is a lock for it's this. It's a lock, man. Okay, that's going to create so much buzz and so much infighting <laughs> on Twitter and the internet. Um, Adam Driver, the although could win, could win. I, I would. I wouldn't be. I'd mad. say he's second. He's he, he's second up for that. Um, Leo Leo got his Oscar, so he's all set. Doesn't need another <laughs> he's one. Never ever. Gonna <laughs> he's never gonna win again. He's never gonna win again. Um, I really like Aunt Banderas, and Jonathan Price was really good in the Two Popes. I think he was. Um, we'll talk about the obvious one that everyone talked about. Um, Adam Sandler for Uncut Gems. Yeah, yeah. Could have been nominated. Could have been nominated. Except he for the, was except damn they had good. To, they had to nominate that. That that one of the popes. <laughs> I know it's like they it's it's almost as if they came in tandem. Like you couldn't nominate nominate one without nominating the other. And then I'm like, that's not how this freaking. Well, works. first of all, <laughs> if they, you know if they care anything about getting more eyes on on the Academy Awards, they should have nominated yeah. Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's not the Golden Globes because the Golden Globes would have would have done that, but I guess they didn't. So 
what am I to say? But yeah, because I wonder, I, you know, Adam Sandler would have had to show up in a suit and not his typical yeah. well, regular clothes. This creates, <laughs> this creates a, 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 you know, conversation of, you know, it's been talked about a lot. You know, we, we, we've upped the nominations in, in Best Picture. Why aren't we upping the nominations in... Any place else? In, yeah, anywhere else. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm always been kind of against the upping of nominations to an extent because I, I think the more we the more we open it up the lesser um I feel the like award the becomes yeah, yeah the less it devalues it. You know, it's like, well we gotta we gotta give everybody some uh, a trophy here. We gotta give but everybody to, you know I mean, just to play devil's advocate to that, I think the Academy Awards has already devolved significantly to the point where like adding more categories I don't think will reduce the 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 prestige of it well, that much. I was going to say, you know what I mean? I was going to kind of agree with that. I was going to say, but I, I, on the other side of that, I'm, I'm at a point where I don't, I don't feel like, I mean, the legitimacy of the awards gone away anyway, because right. half the time things that deserve to be nominated don't get nominated anyway. So it doesn't, True. it really doesn't, honestly, at this point, it, the, these awards don't really mean anything. They're just good yeah, ways to saying. maybe create conversation for certain movies. Yeah, very um, true. Very true. But you know, um, it is the big award for the, the the film the film year, and you know, it's fun to cover it. But a lot of times, it just ends up being something that creates more arguing amongst film fans. So, right. Um, um, before we get to best picture, we need to talk about best director. Oh, of course, because we almost skipped over that. Um, no, we. I wouldn't have let that happen. <laughs> Uh, do you want to uh, do you want to read them out? Uh sure. Yeah, let me uh, let me. Uh, here we go. Uh, we got Martin Scorsese for Irishman. We have uh, Todd Phillips for Joker. We have Sam Mendes for Nineteen Seventeen. We have Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon Ho for Parasite. Um, where we where are we thinking here? <clears throat> um, before that, I also want to say that Eddie Murphy could have been nominated for. Best, oh yeah, another actor that actor could have been nominated. Well. Sure, I wanted to bring that up just because I forgot about that movie uh, for a second there. But when it comes to this here, uh, for me, it's got to be Bong Joon Ho for best director. You think? Like it's got to be. I, I not not got like I'm not saying that it's going to 100% <laughs> win, but it's going. That's the one I want to win. That that I think has sure. to be the one to win for me. To be like, oh, they'd be like, okay, maybe this these awards people know what they're talking about. Um, I mean, the other nominees, I mean, Scorsese's a legend. He's one of my, he's probably my favorite living director. Um, Tarantino, another great, great director. Uh, Sam Mendes directed the hell out of 1917. Directed the hell out of that movie. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins, if he wins, because if they're setting up 1917 to be the winner, I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up winning. Um, Best director, yeah. uh, Todd Phillips is the one for me. That's uh, sure. Why not? I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I get again. I I like Joker a lot, and I think Todd Phillips. This is this is his best film. Like no, I don't think there's a doubt in my mind. That this is his best film. His best work. It's his most out of out of um, the box work for him. And I think it's the film that shows that he's that he can he can do something other than what he's been doing throughout his entire career. Uh, but. I, I think when it comes to ranking all of these, I pro- I I think I'd put Todd Phillips at the bottom when it comes to just ranking yeah, all of this. I, honestly, it would have been I think this that pick, the sexier pick for the fifth slot to me should have we been. We all know Greta Gerwig. 
It, well, yeah, Greta Gerwig definitely. Uh, other ones too. I mean, honestly, I would have taken Martin Scorsese out too. Oh, um, I would have put somebody hot, like hot, hot take. Oh, it's a hot take, motherfuckers. Because <laughs> um, you know how I feel about that movie. Because I would have put the Safety Brothers in there. Oh, uh, for uncut man. gems over, over. Dude, I put um, I put the uh, the let's, director. Let's for... get let's get let's get honest here. Yeah, I put the director for um, uh, the Lighthouse. Oh yeah, yep. uh, Ro- Roger Eggers. Robert Eggers. Robert yeah, Eggers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I put him. I put him in there too. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I mean I, there's a few. There's a few people I would flop but, out but, here. For, but if we're talking about like specifically what would match up well with the Academy Awards, the way the other nominees lay out, Greta Gerwig is a no-brainer for me. Yeah, she's she's really the the real the one that got snubbed out of this category. I would have taken Todd Phillips out. Oh, Todd yeah, Phillips out. Even put though, Greta Gerwig in. Yeah, even though I I like I I would say even though I like Joker, I think. I think Greta Gerwig did a better job directing Little Women than Todd Phillips did directing Joker, and that's not even like a shot at either movie. I'm just no, saying, like, I mean, that's just kind of the way I look. If I had to, if I had to uh, throw that into a discussion-based form, yeah, I'm with you. Um, I, I think, yeah, once again, I think it's between Parasite, 1917. I, I'm with you. I think I'd love to see Bong Joon Ho win. Mm. Um. I'm going to say 1917 is going to win. I think Sam Mendes is going to win this. Okay. That's what I think. That's what I think. Unfortunately. Sounds good. Uh, so then let's move on to the big award, the best picture. Uh, 1917, Jojo Rabbit, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Irishman, uh, Ford v. Ferrari, Joker, Marriage Story, and Parasite. Let's go ahead uh, and say it. I know what you're going to say. Ford versus Ferrari is going to win. I wouldn't. I mean, that would be a surprise for me. Um, it's a great movie. I like it. It's a it, great yeah. movie. Um, 1917, like we've said this entire podcast episode, ad nauseum, the buzz around it, the the awards it just gobbling up uh, seem to make it the front runner. And I would say Parasite is right there with it, maybe slightly behind. Um, that's just me. I, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I but I want it's Parasite. Tough, man. It, I want it. Yeah, I want <laughs> it to win, man. I mean, I'm the cynical part of me says it is automatically going to say 1917. No, um, yeah, because the Academy the, 1917 is such it checks the boxes, and in, in the Academy Award, uh, like checklist, period piece, war movie, drama. Based on real event, based on a real event being World War One and whatnot, um, yeah, nineteen seventeen. Also I mean, got a cool gimmick in it, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. I guess I don't. Yeah, because it's not. Um, nineteen seventeen isn't based on a true story, is it? Not a particular story, I don't think. No. No, it's. Yeah, it's. Um, it was an original. Yeah, because it was an original screenplay, so it's yeah, not. Yeah. A true, it's not. It's not an adaptation of like a memoir or something. Um, I should have put that together since we went over the screenplay category. <laughs> Completely forgot about what we went over like a half hour ago. Um, so it yeah, so it checks all those boxes. Um, that's why I think it would win. Parasite to me is the the sexier pick and the more evolved pick, if yeah. you will. The more it's the pick that I think says a lot more about our current state of existence. Than something like 1917, which is very, which is rather surface level, when it comes to a lot of its elements. If I had to give it, you know, 
throw some negative criticisms at it. Um, but it's still, a, I think, a, it's still a great movie. Yeah. If, if there was a Dark Horse, what do you think is the Dark Horse here? Let's see. Dark Horse, Dark Horse. I'm saying, Jojo, jo- I'm Jojo, saying jo- Jojo I'm saying Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit is a Dark Horse. That That's the one that would set the internet aflame. No, Joker would set the internet aflame. It would, that would set Jojo it. Rabbit would create, like, like hurricane-type waves. <laughs> Joker would be like, you know, like the internet's c- c- like burning to the ground. Yeah. Um, I would love just something out of lot of left field. Like I would love women, it. I would love it if Little field. Women just suddenly won. Finally, yeah, just like, straight it, up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is not a bad pick because the Academy loves movies about Hollywood, but it's not a movie about Hollywood filmmaking or anything like that. It's 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 set in Hollywood in 1969. That, yeah, that, that, that's it's, its, it's, it's definitely connection. a love letter, but it's. I mean, not... it's got Hollywood stuff in it. Like yeah. it's got like, pe- like act, like like actors and and places and stuff. And, and you know, there's they're literally like on the set of a television series that's being made and stuff like that. There's a lot of homages to what was going on at the time, but it's not a movie about movie making specifically. Yeah, which is I think the the area that they that they really love. Yeah, well, we'll see, man. I mean. It's this coming Sunday. Um, we'll probably talk about our reactions on the next episode. Um, but the next episode, I think we're going to talk about the, the coming year. Um, yes, the preview know, episode. The preview episode for the coming year. Um, so I'm excited about that episode. And then finally, I think after that, we'll be we'll do our first spotlight. We, we haven't done a spotlight in a while. No, that's true. Uh, yeah. I don't think we did not do one in January. No, yeah, we had a lot of, you know, these special episodes, yeah. these special episodes, you know, um, for the year. And, um, so yeah, I hope everybody, uh, enjoys the Academy Awards. I mean, I'm, 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 I might not really watch it. <laughs> if I have a chance, I might watch some of it, but I'll definitely kind of keep up with it online. Um, uh, but I, let's, you know, cross our fingers for Parasite, um, to win. I think that that's, that's, I think, our biggest thing is we want to see Parasite win as many awards as possible. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. I, 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 unlike, I, unlike Steven, will be watching on Sunday night. Well, I mean, I, just, I, I don't even know if do. I have the the channel that I can watch it on. Oh, that's true. <laughs> because I, I don't. I, I use an app. I, I don't have like basic, it's, even basic. It's cable. on. A, it's on ABC. Yeah. You should be able to stream it directly from the ABC com app or something okay. like that well, maybe i can do it that way yeah because there's no way it wouldn't be streaming on abc.com for everyone i don't it, it, that's another thing like you got to make this show more accessible and you got to make the movies more accessible so you don't get a bunch of people scratching their heads while watching the show or people just being like oh i'm not going to watch the show i didn't watch any of those movies i don't care yeah. you gotta make gotta make this stuff you know, more accessible to the people and not cry every time your award show dumps in the ratings every single year. Also, we didn't talk about it, but they're going with no host again. Yeah. So that's going to be another interesting thing. Let's. I, th- I, I think this will be a, a better look year. at it because last year it was like they had to settle for that because they didn't have anybody. Yeah, this um, year they were just like, oh, I guess we'll do it again. Now they just chose. So now that they've had more time to prep with no host, let's see how it goes. I mean, it might end up working good again, you know. Um, Hopefully. Or yeah. it could just be a, you know. Make uh, for a boring a, show. So. Or, or, I mean, it could just go, like, off the rails and be, like, great entertainment. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, 
I'm down for it. <laughs> All right. I would have liked somebody like Jim Carrey to host. That'd be interesting. That would have been amazing. Or 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 Eddie Murphy, since he's not going to get nominated for anything. Um, that would have been very interesting because yeah. he would just been his opening monologue would have been very snipish about oh yeah the not getting nominated. But Stephen, take us out of here before we go down another road that we cannot oh, yeah. come back from. That's what we do on the Cinema Discovery Project. That's it for this episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Where can we find you, Andrew? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Capzilla06, as well as my YouTube channel, Capzilla Productions. And you can find me on Facebook, Stephen Billings. You can find me on Instagram at Cinema Discovery Project, posting all my goodies. Um, you can find the audio for this podcast on Podbean or Apple Podcasts. And once again, thank you for listening. Please please run over to the Apple Podcasts if you listen through audio, give us a like. Uh, let us know what you think about uh, the show. We, you know, we're, we're always trying to improve. We, you know, we're we're gonna try to spend a lot more time this year on on doing some more, you know, d- deep divey stuff. Um, not so much, so, not so many mainstream thingies. I'm, uh, I want to try to focus a little bit more on some some more obscure stuff this year, which is kind of was the goal for this this podcast. So, um, but just we want to know what you guys think. Give us give, give us some ratings. Give us some comments. Um, I want to hear from you. Um, thanks again for listening, and hey, keep on watching them movies. I know I will. <laughs> <laughs>